Big Bad Ratchet Loon. Cornbread. You hear that rain coming down, son? It's been raining all day. Coming up a cloud. I got wet at work. I didn't. <laughs> I know, because you don't work with me no more. I do not miss getting soaking wet or freezing cold at work. I did good. So, one of the electric motors went out on that crusher. Mm. And um, it's hard for me to explain for the people listening to the Red-Blooded Outdoors podcast what exact, how, how I was exactly laying, but you'll know where, what I'm talking about. So you know where the big hydraulic motor is on the walkway, mm-hmm. right? I was laying on it, putting, man, it's thunder. Coming up a cloud out there, son. Holy smokes. Uh, putting that hydraulic fan, the electric motor for the the oil cooler in there. And about the time I, I got good and in there and was getting her bolted down, Oh, clap a light to come. And I'm talking, dude, it dropped buckets of rain all of a sudden. Mm. And you know how it is when you're laying on your back and the rain just comes down. You can't oh, so get, you couldn't get out. You can't, so you was just there in the rain. Yeah, you can't get up fast enough. So that that's like one of them things where it's like it don't even there's no need to even try to get up and get the get to the dry. Yeah. You're wet anyway, so, might as well keep working. Well, the back of me wasn't wet. Just the front of me. So I went ahead and finished what I was doing. Then I was like, right, it's lightning. So that's enough of this mess. Mm. I, I grabbed my old tools up and loaded up. Got up in the truck. This is already quitting time anyhow. Yeah. Time to go to the so house. So I got to finish that up in the morning. Not me. I don't no. miss having to rip off hydraulic pumps, throw hydraulic pumps on, rip right. off all this other stuff. Right. I don't miss it. Well, I don't miss it a bit. What do you miss about working there? Mm, probably the people. I enjoyed. I just enjoyed hanging out with everybody, talking to everybody. Yeah, it's a good bunch of guys, man. Yeah, I, I grew up. I grew up around most of them. Oh, I know it. So they're pretty much all like family almost. Yeah. So I mean, it's like I was going to work with my family every day. I guarantee you. I'm asked at least once a day, and it's normally two or three times. Cooney, Cooney's still liking where he works at? All them jokers ask you. I bet everybody that asks you that's got my phone number. They don't nobody call me. Nobody. What do you think about they, that? There's like two or three of them that call me. Yeah. And that's it. Not nobody else nobody calls me i had to call them hey i got to uh what we what we say this on the spot yeah the on the spot the the phone hooked up i'm i'm waiting to see you i mean i'm 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 sort of excited about it yeah like that video that old guy like, oh yeah what's, what's that guy's name i think it's uh rodney norman i think that was it he, he ain't really like it. He's no, just, no, yeah. it's just a character he plays. He's just playing like it. Like an old man. That's like that Haas Bula you say is a, a grown that, that's man. That's a real person, though. Well, I know it's a real person, but that's got to be a kid. No, he's 18. That was an 18-year-old person. He's just got a disease. I, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's got a disease. It, well, yeah, well, I guess it would be a disease. He's just a little, like a midget. They're they're 
they actually are the real age of a human, but they're small. But he, but he don't like a midget. Uh, smaller people like that, they don't look. I mean, they they age. You know what I'm saying? He looks like a kid to me in the face. He does. Like a like a like a kid. Like and he, know, his voice sounds like a kid too. You know, like the uh, one of them kids on the Campbell soup can. <laughs> you know the 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 stereotypical kid yeah. face. That's what kind of face he's got. He got the face of the Gerber baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's some. He he's over in Russia or something like that. So yeah, everything's different over there in Russia. <laughs> wow. I mean, there's literally people over in Russia that. Have you ever seen the video of that girl that's like 14 years old? She's just punching trees. Nuh-uh. Yeah, that's rough. And she's in Russia. Yeah, and she she just put she'll put on them like MMA sparring glove things, mm. and will just wear a freaking yeah. thigh sapling out. Yeah, son. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I mean, just punches super fast. Exactly. Have you ever seen the video? Two videos from Russia. Uh. When Metallica is over there playing For Whom the Bell Tolls at the Monster Rock concert. Oh, and everybody's just going crazy. And I don't I don't know what year it is. I'm assuming it's in the early, uh, late 80s. And the dang Soviet military and police is there just beating people mm-hmm. down. I mean, just wearing them out. Hey. And then there's another one, a duck hunting video. Where these jokers are like in a jet boat. And these ducks are just all over this lake. And them jokers are going through there. I'm talking, this boat is going, I don't know how fast this boat's going. But it is, these ducks don't even try to get off the water. That's how fast. I like the sound of that thunder coming through in the podcast. You know what I mean? It's loud thunder, son. I mean, how many podcasts got thunder coming hey, through? Hey, son, this is the real outdoors right here. You know what I mean? It's almost like we're sitting outside in the rain. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Why not? <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we ought to be doing. We ought to be doing these podcasts from the porch. Hey, we could do it, but right now it'd be way too loud. Oh, like, yeah. That rain's All way too loud. <laughs> yeah. That, that, when it, we, we'll do that. That's a good idea, Coney, on the porch. On the porch with ratchet loaded. We've had plans of doing them right after we get done hunting and stuff like that, but we yeah. just don't ever do it. Well, it, it never lines up like it'd be too windy or, or it's raining. I mean, just imagine this. We we just got done turkey hunting. It's what? Probably almost like 4 o'clock or something. We're coming out of the woods. We got back to the truck. We whipped the podcast stuff out. and we we in the middle of a podcast and we... Off in the distance. Oh, I'm dropping the mic, son. No, you ain't. I'm, I got to go get him. I got to go get him. He calling me. But anyhow, these these boys and they're in this boat, and I'm talking. They are. This boat's moving so fast. These ducks ain't even trying to get up. They're like, oh, they're about to pass me, and they are just blasting ducks, just pow pow, just blasting ducks, and there's a boat behind them that's picking up the dead ones. It's the craziest thing I ever oh, seen. Oh, so one boat's coming through. Shooting all they're, the ducks. No, they're shooting the ducks, and they just got a sweeper boat coming in behind them. Yeah. Just picking up what's left. Yeah. No, that's... So they've got weird stuff going on in Russia. Yeah, no joke. Russians are built different. They just are. Yeah. That, that's a whole different podcast. That's a whole different realm of... 
That's a whole different, yeah, region of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. Absolutely. It's all they're doing in Russia is fighting so, potatoes. Fighting in potatoes? Fighting eat potatoes. They See? drink potatoes, too. Yeah. They they big-time vodka heads over. That is true. Yeah. Um, What you got, man? Come raw with it. Come I mean, wrong. Well, what you what you want to talk about, son? I mean, what you got? I, I, I mean, there it is. <laughs> Russians and potatoes, son. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, talking about being around good people, I had the opportunity for me and Blake to go a hunting uh, up in North Georgia to go get on some pigs up there at that Mountain Mama's farm. Mountain Mama. Yeah. Did you listen to that podcast where she was on? I started. I think I'm like 30 minutes into it. Okay. So I got to meet Stacy and her husband. And uh, these pigs, from the best I can understand, were are, from what she was explaining, the cows ain't really eating hay like they're supposed to because these pigs are coming down and coming onto her property and scaring the cows away from the hay because you know where the cows walk the most they've tore the ground up so it's muddy perfect ideal spot for yeah, it's easier for, for them to root around in to be rooting around and uh then they're flipping over the old hay they, they tore up the hay ring that the cows you know she puts the hay in the in the hay ring so it don't get drug all around and all kinds of stuff like that and the hogs tore up the hay ring and then they're going from and to her property there's some chicken houses over there that are on her property no no it's, it's the farm beside her okay and they're going over there eating this chicken feed and so they're coming back and forth across her property doing as they please and I don't know how many cows she got. She got a pile of cows. There's a pile of cows they, on that they farm. like beef cattle or dairy yeah, cattle? Yeah, not beef cattle. Um, so they go over there and they're getting that chicken feed and wreak all kinds of havoc over there and this and that. Just and that being and a nuisance. Yeah. So she hit Blake up and was like, hey, you want to help me out with these hogs over here? And he had already got one like the Thursday before or whatever. And he called me and said, hey, man. You want to come up here and hunt these hogs with me? I was like, yeah, I'll come up there. So I went up there on Saturday. And uh, we was we was stalking around trying to, you know, see if any was already out in the pasture. And uh, we got set up. And he said, man, they've been coming up about 545. About 545. And we was sitting there and we done. It's electric fence. Mm. And uh, we was on the opposite side, so we wasn't in the pasture. We was on the outside, and uh, I standing. I, I took a shotgun with some buckshot because when we first got there, we we said, okay, we're going to see if there's any bedded up out in the pasture and whatnot. So we got the shotgun in case something jumped up. Yeah, we got our close quarter gun, and then Blake had to. The big 308, the far away, I'm going to reach out and touch you gun. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
So we did our old thing, walking around there, this and that, that and this, checking it out, talking with Stacy and back and forth. Well, we finally decided we was just going to sort of set up in this one spot and wait and see what we what we saw. And lo and behold, about the time Blake said they'd been coming out from where we had been previously, here comes old big mama Sal out. Now, at the time, when I seen her, I didn't know it was a sow. All I seen was a tank of a pig, son. I'm talking about a tank. That's when you like, yeah, that one right there has got to go. I told Bowser, oh, there had been, there's a boar that's been coming out there. And that, you know, of course, that's what we was hoping to get was that big yeah. boar. So right when I seen it, I said, there he is, there he is. And uh, I got on her with the binoculars and. You know, with all them cows out there, the most important thing is to make sure we got a clear shot. Yeah. So I immediately go to check, and I tell Blake, all right, you clear. You good to go. He reaffirms, all right, we clear. I said, yep, you clear. Bam. He shot her. That pig took off. I ain't never seen an animal that big run that fast. Now, I've seen bears run. Now, I can't say that I've seen a 300-pound bear because I don't believe I have. At the most, maybe a 200-pound bear, and a bear can get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, a bear can get gone in a hurry. This pig, I'm talking son, was getting gone. So he hit the pig, and the pig ran off, and he hit it with a 308? Oh, yeah. How far was he? I'm going to say minimum... 200 yards but i think it was more like 225 230 oh so he it was out there yeah i feel comfortable that it was 225 yards but Hmm. definitely not under 200 and uh, oh yeah that thing took off a running like it hadn't even been touched did y'all think he'd missed it no i seen it i was dead on her with the binos with the long eyes i had them long eyes out boy and i seen it i mean i seen I seen the the shock her body took. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I seen the shock her body took, and she, so she took off running. And Blake said, "All right, let's go check her out." And that Joker jumped that barbed wire fence, like jumped out the electric fence. I mean, just said, "Ain't no pig jumping no electric no, fence." No, Blake. Jump the oh, electric fence. I thought you said the pig jumped that electric fence. I was like, there ain't no way a pig's jumping over nothing. No, Blake did. Like, like he took off after the pig? No, well, he was wanting to go find the pig because the, the grass out there, some of the weeds and stuff was pretty tall in, in parts of the uh, pasture. Yeah. So it run in that tall stuff. Okay. And uh, so he jumped that barbed wire fence. I was like, Cause I can't jump that or that electric fence. I can't jump that thing like that. <laughs> we got to find somewhere for me to low crawl under this booger. So we found a spot for me to low crawl. And we noticed the cows had walked over and was just staring. I said, I believe it. That pig's down and they're they're watching it. You know. Well, all at once the cows decided they was gonna go on over there and get them some hay. And they went trumpling through there, so we was worried if the pig wasn't dead, that now it's done got jumped up and got bumped. And, yeah. Uh, so we found a place for me to low crawl under the 
under the electric fence. Have you ever been hit by electric fence? No. Let me tell you what. That that ain't no fun. I, it probably ain't as bad as what you're making it out to be. I would believe. Well, why would you say that? So you're 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 talking about horses mm-hmm. and cows, yeah. and donkeys that are. I mean, I know you're a biggie. I know you're. I'm a big. I know you biggie size, but 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 you ain't nothing like a a horse or a cow or a donkey, and that they don't want none of it. What makes you think it ain't as bad as I said it is? It probably ain't that bad. I'm not saying it ain't as bad. I'm saying it probably ain't. So how bad do you think it is? I bet it's like you touch it and then. And you're like, oh, bugs appetite stuff. I don't understand why you would think that. Why would you think that? I, I feel like it really don't take much to make a horse or a cow say, oh, no, don't want to go that way. All right, hold on. You ride up, you walk up beside a horse or a cow, and it's going to start turning the other way. Do you remember when we had to go over and round them cows up for that vet? Yeah. For the cow that had to... Yeah, and I got put in the deadly corner. Well, okay, well, explain what you... Explain why you felt that was the deadly corner. The fact that when the vet was... Because we hadn't ever done it before. The vet had already been out there one time. Mm -hmm. The fact that he said, Cooney, go get in that corner right there and be careful because that's the place they broke out at last time. (laughs) Yeah, let me go stand in the corner that they're probably going to just bust through. You didn't want that thing to eat your lunch, boy. No. That's <laughs> what he said. He said, that thing will eat your lunch. I, so you know how hard it was once we got that cow up there in, in the head gate to deal with that cow, right? Yeah. Do, do you feel like you could have just manhandled that cow and got that cow to do what you wanted it to? No. Do you think you could have just put hands on it? And said, all right, you're going to do what I want you to. Mm-mm. Okay. So why do you think an electric fence is just going to go built? And the cow's going to be like, ooh, let me get away from that. Because it don't want to be shocked? It's, it's got to take a want, son. A want? A want. A want. A show enough want. The next time we see an electric fence, I want you to touch it. I will. And I'm going to video I'll it. I'll bite it. I'm going. I'm going to video it. I'll bite it. Yeah. <laughs> now you're like, oh no. 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 I'm going. I'm going to video it. But anyhow, back back to the story at hand. For before Cooney decided he was just going to be a complete moron. Or his butt calls me a buffoon. A buffoon. I don't yeah. like that word. A buffoon. You ought to get that tattooed on your back. No, I'm not getting the but, word buffoon tattooed on my back. Okay. We done come up with a name for Cooney Squirrel Dog, by the way. Oh, yeah. Miho. 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 We'll, we'll get to Miho on the later podcast. But anyway, so I find a place to low crawl the fence because I didn't want no part of getting popped by that fence. And uh, we get over there and find the hog. And we get right there, and I thought, holy smokes, son, this thing is a lot bigger than what I thought it was. I told Black, I said, that we, we can't pick this booger up, to, the both of us. There ain't no picking it up. How, how, heavy, how heavy did it end up weighing? 
according to the scale that Blake gave me, now that's not a certified scale, but according to that scale, it was 330. Dang. 330 pounds. That joke was big, son. And that, is, uh, that is a biggie right there. Yeah. So he called Stacy, and she went and got the tractor, and we put it on in the bucket, and the bucket of the tractor, and loaded it up in the truck. And uh, it was a sow. And uh, I come on to the house, and I knew. So our skinning, our skinning rack here at the house, we run a ratchet strap around a telephone pole to a guide wire. And then we hang our skinner from that ratchet strap. Mm-hmm. And I knew to myself, that bomb, son, I ain't got, boy, I like to hear that thunder. <laughs> and the Every time it lightens, it just lights up the world out there. So I know the thunder's coming. You reckon that's why I call it lightning? Oh, yeah. Because it lights up the world? <laughs> so... I said, that thunder is atop of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I said, there ain't no way our ratchet straps going to hold this pig. It just ain't going to happen. Like, I pictured, the, I didn't picture the ratchet strap breaking, but I, I pictured it having so much sag that the pig was, you know. Just easing its way to the ground. Yeah, and it was just going to be really hard to deal with. At the time, I didn't know it weighed 330, but I knew it was a big mama. And uh, so I said, well, Dad, bum, I'm going to need some chains. I'm going to need some help. I said, there ain't but one person I know that's got all the chains and stuff in their truck and all that kind of stuff in their truck. Who's that? Jason. Mm-hmm. I said, let me call Jason, see if he's got time to help us. And, of course, he's always, you know, good people. Yeah, oh, yeah. man, yeah. yeah. Be there in a minute. <laughs> Jason, come. And I think, I know for sure we hooked two ch- two big old log chains together. Two chains? Yo, yeah, two okay. chains. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Ain't that two chains? What? That doesn't, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a... Uh, uh, no, that's, that's a little John. Yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> what? No, keep going. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> I don't know why that come to mind. Because you're a knothead. Hey, that's what it takes. So, uh, I know for sure hook two chains. So we've got two chains, two bucking dogs to take the slack out of the chains, running from the telephone pole to this big old sweet gum tree right over here. I mean, we got to get up, son. We got a setup going on to pick this pig up. So we get the scale. <laughs> we hook the scale up to the to the big chain, and we we had a little bitty old uh, carabiner, you know, one of them hooks, mm-hmm. and uh, that Buck had. And Jason said, "Does that thing say not for climbing?" And Buck said, "Yeah." We went on ahead and hooked that booger up. And started pulling that pig up. What do you think happened? That thing broke. Broke it. Broke Dang. it. So uh, Buck rounded up an, another and got that big old one your mama got from Instacart. Oh, I went out there in the driveway when I was taking the trash out the other day, and I seen that little hook laying on the ground. 
And I was like, and it's it was one of the truth in nature ones. Oh, was it? Yeah, and I was like, is that my truth? Because I got a truth in nature one that looks like it's wore out just the same. I that's got it. my tractor keys on it. Oh no, but I said, and I was like, is that my truth in nature? My I done lost my tractor keys, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. And then I and it was it was demolished. Right. Of course, I was like, "How did I break it like that?" Yeah, that pig, son. But then I went in the garage and seen that little set and seen our uh, skinny rack thing. Yeah. And it had that big old that one Mama got from that Instacart. That yeah. is just the most ginormous thing in the world. Yeah. I think that thing's made for carrying a bunch of groceries. I think that's why it's as big as it is. Yeah, I think you put it like loop it through the bags and of use groceries. it as a handle. Yeah. Well, now we use it to pick up pigs. But, uh, so we hooked it up there and hooked the scale up. Had old, had them looking as, as I pulled it up, up on there. 330 pounds. 330 oh, pounds. Oh, biggie. And I was, uh, I was like, man, we're going to get some meat off this joker. I'm talking about some meat, boy. And, uh. We went to skinning that booger, and the, and the dang hair on it was as thick as I'd ever seen the hair on, on a pig. Now, there's some questions of whether these pigs were domesticated and got loose and become wild. I mean, but I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think they're wild pigs, and they're getting into that chicken feed. So you think how big and fat. A wild hog can get off of feeding in the wild and feeding on acorns and this and that and that and this and yeah, and then some, you and so on and so forth. Now you're not just now it's not just a pig eating out of the wild. Now it's a pig eating out of the wild. Yeah, probably eating some of that hay that them cows is getting. I don't know if a pig would eat hay or not. I, I ain't got a clue. But now you got them pigs eating all that chicken feed too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's. I, I, I believe that chicken feed probably fattened a pig up in, mm-hmm. in a quick minute, son. Right. I remember when we had them pigs. Remember, we'd always go over there to feed them. And me and Buck would take a five-gallon bucket down to the creek with that hog food in it. You'd pour that hog food in there, and we'd have to go fill that five-gallon bucket up with water. Right. And carry it back up here and mix that hog slop up with just yeah. a big old wooden stick. Yeah. So what we fed, I can't remember what they called it. We got it in, I think them bags we got it in was like 1,500 pounds, wasn't it? A 1,500-pound bag? Yeah, remember, they would go get it in a truck, and we'd pick it up with the forks oh, on yeah. the bobcat and get it out of the back of the truck, remember? Yeah, I remember that now. And um, so... We were taking, it, it was like mixes of stuff that got spilled and this and that and that and this. That overflow bags and stuff like that. And instead of throwing it away, they put it in them bags and sell it. And we go, and it, you got a super good deal on it. Oh, yeah. But you had to mix it with water. And we had a hog pen down there in the woods by the creek. We had plenty of water. Mm-hmm. And that uh, water year round, son. Yeah, that uh, that, I remember that. That was a good time, man. I wish we'd have took some pictures of that. We, I think we got some pictures of it somewhere. Cause I remember seeing a picture of it with me and Buck 
in front of the hog pen and Shorty like standing to the side. Yeah. I think we got pictures of it somewhere. I just have to find them. Yeah. What do you, you miss anything about having the pigs? I'd like to have pigs now. No. I wish we had the, the well, we land to have yeah. pigs. We don't have, you got to have a hog pen away from your house. Like it cannot be up on your I, house. I remember when we had pigs and they had babies. Mm-hmm. We had to go in there and round them babies up. Yeah. <laughs> That's back when I was a little coony. You were scared. And, and a mama pig was scary, son. Yeah. I, you remember that? I remember one time they broke out of the pen. Yeah. And we was just like running around in the woods trying to find these pigs. Yeah. Hey. Hey, that wasn't as bad as the time the cows got out. You wasn't a part of that, was you? When the cows got out and got in the woods? Oh, yeah. Was was you there? Yeah. And we was, yeah, because it was me, you, Buck, and Austin. And we was in the black truck. Yeah. And we was, and there was just people like. Yeah. Stover was over on where the cows were supposed to be. Right. Shorty's going through the woods. We're going, we're, it's like a big cattle drive. And, and we lost a calf that night. Mm-hmm. No, we don't know what happened to it. Mm-mm. If it died. If it fell in the creek, we don't know what happened to it. We, we ain't got a clue, which we don't know if the calf was with them when they got out or or what happened. Oh, yeah. Ain't got a clue. But yeah, I, I remember doing that. I enjoyed it when we had pigs and cows and all that. Yeah. It was fun. So we get the old pig strung up and uh, go to Skinner. And I'm excited about how much meat's about to come off off his pig i mean i'm i'm excited we about to have I mean, we about to ask. see we do this thing here at our house we have a deep freezer outside and that deep freezer is slapped full to the top of nothing but deer meat from three four years ago we just don't eat it well we we do eat it but well, it's well, in spurts yeah that that's like our that's like our backup meat son but it should be being our primary we, meat. We just ate deer tacos last week. Yeah, I know. That's the first time we've ate deer in a year. Oh, no. A hundred percent. Nowhere near that. No. Yeah. No, because we had deer yeah. roast. <laughs> we had deer roast not too long ago. I took some anyway, of it to work. We got all that deer out there in that deep freezer. You're, you're and eating. then the freezer of the refrigerator, it's got a shelf that splits it in half. And the whole bottom part of our refrigerator freezer is slap full of deer meat. <laughs> right. And the top part is slap full of everything else that's supposed to go in a freezer. And Daddy just brought home this 330-pound hog like we got somewhere to put 300 pounds of meat. Yeah, and where was you at? And he refuses to buy another deep freezer. And where was you at? I was doing other stuff. Yeah. So, so finish your story, and then they'll know where I was at. <laughs> yeah. So, it was me, Buck, Jason, Jason's daughter Victoria, and G Money, and Cody brought his knives down here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go to skinning this thing, and the, the fat on the inside of this pig, y'all gonna say I'm crazy? Inch and a half thick. Inch and a half thick. I ain't never seen a pig so fat. Never. I mean, inch and a half thick. So, get to skinning it, skinning it, and I get to the to the back. Like, I got this 
I got this one little section to skin and when I get it skinned I can move around to the other leg and then the speed's about to pick up we're about to be able to start pulling and really really skinning this thing right yeah get down some would say getting down to the meat of it there you go and when I come across that back I cut through some of that dang fat right there and all of a sudden it's a void this pig skin ain't even touching it's back there's just a hole and this I ain't trying to gross nobody out if you get grossed out real easy skip ahead about 30 seconds this pink it looked like a milkshake just started oozing out of this void with chunks in it and all kinds of stuff and I mean it was it was coming out so fast and so much that it was running down where I'd already skint and you could hear it hitting the ground you know how to yeah and I said what in the world is up with this thing and uh, Buck spun it around. He said, it's got a big old bulbous in there. <laughs> big old bulbous in there. Old bulbous. And I looked in there, man, there was just this huge, just nasty mother brain in there. <laughs> <laughs> mother brain? Yeah, it was just a, just a big old nasty thing going on in there. And uh, I said, hush, almighty son, this thing's got a dang infection. And I remembered after me and Blake had got to the pig, we flipped it over to look at where the exit wound come out. And there was a spot back there where there was little chunks of fat on the ground that we, we thought was fat. And I said, look right there, the pig's got a hole in it right there. And we didn't really think much more about it, right? Yeah. You know, animals get to running after they've been hit and whatnot. They hit all kinds of stuff, and all kinds of stuff happens, right? When a bullet hits something, all kinds of things go on, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, so, so we, we didn't think nothing about it. But what that was is where that infection had busted on that pig. Now, whether that pig had been shot previously with a small caliber gun high powered gun uh an error an arrow i ain't got a clue i don't know that stuff was so nasty i was done and so we we debated for just a little second now let me ask you this which one would you say is nastier when you started cooking that turtle hold on <coughs> You get you getting grossed out over? No. Oh. When you started cooking that turtle <laughs> or cutting that pig? Um I would say did we tell the turtle story? Yeah. Okay. I would say probably the pig. Really? Yeah. The the turtle the smell was a lot worse. But the pig that was pretty nasty. That was pretty. No, that turtle was pretty bad. So we sit there, and me, Buck, and Jason debated on it a second. Well, what do you think? Well, I don't know. I guess we could skin it and see what the rest of the meat looks like. But maybe these hindquarters, because this infection's so close, 
might not be a good idea and then we sort of realized that every bit of that stuff was just running all down the side of that pig and uh as much as i hated to i said no i don't believe i can now this wasn't like a a small spot this thing was bigger than my fist in there and it appeared i don't know the science behind it it appeared that every bit of the fat around that area had been ate away by that infection like that pig's skin wasn't touching anything at all it's weird yeah so the the decision was made that this thing may be unfit to eat Hmm. i've never heard of something like that on a hog before well i mean if you say i've never heard like something like that on a hog before i mean that happens to all kinds of animals yeah i guess so yeah it, it it ain't so much I've never heard about that on a hog before. It's just something that happens. They get infections. You know, that's they, a lot of meat though. You do you do not. You don't want to eat any tainted meat. Period. But hogs are bad to tote diseases. They're bad to tote diseases. Yeah, they eat everything. Yeah, and they can pass their diseases off to other livestock, to humans everything some of them you know some of the diseases yeah and uh there's a i can't say the main ones they told i can't pronounce them because i ain't fancy enough to pronounce swine flu one's called um let me look it up real quick i'll tell you something that is nasty that i don't see how people even think they're allowed to touch them Mm -hmm. and that's a armadillo oh yeah they are nasty because armadillos got carries leprosy. Well, they don't. Some some of them do. Not well, all of them. I'm not taking my chances. Hey, this is how you say that: are a carrier of leprosy. Hey, some not, of them got leprosy. Not armadillos carry leprosy. That's the same thing. You just said the no. same thing. No, swine Bruce losis. Swine Bruce losis. I don't know if that's the correct spelling, uh, but that is one thing that they uh, they can pass on the cattle. I'm not sure if they can pass that on the humans. Um, they they pass it on by uh, ingesting that bacteria or by breeding, and it causes all kinds of stuff with them. Another one that is, uh, I, I ain't even going to try to pronounce it, P-S-E-U-D-O-R-A-B-I-E-S. Do you, yeah, I ain't even going to try no. that. Like I said last time, I ain't no scientist. Yeah, <laughs> that, they they pass, pass it off by nose-to-nose transmissions hmm. or, or sexual intercourse. Um, nose to nose. Yeah, says it can get past the dogs too. Whoa. Yeah. And the end point of that one's death. So I want. I wonder how they test like. I, I guess it's the same as testing dog for anything else, but like a hog dog. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, I wonder how they test them dogs to see if they get those diseases that a hog's got. Well, they just give them the test for that. Well, I, what I'm saying is I'm wondering if that's like somebody that runs hog dogs. I uh-huh. wonder if it's like a regular thing to just test your dog. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I've never, I've never met anybody that does it, so I don't. If it was me, I would think you'd want to test that dog pretty regularly. Right. Especially with a hog being able to have diseases like that. Right. Another one is uh, uh, Tula Ramia. It's also known as rabbit fever. I thought rabbit fever was like protein poisoning. That's what I thought, too. I thought people got rabbit fever from eating like too much protein because back in the day, when they didn't have nothing to kill and eat but rabbits, because rabbits so high in protein, protein yeah. that they they got basically got protein poisoning. I thought that's what that was. That's that's what I've always heard. Huh? We, we're gonna have to do a little research on rabbit fever. That's that's you. That's your That'll topic for next the next podcast. Okay, rabbit fever. But it says this can can be contracted by humans. It's con- uh, transmitted by direct contact through a wound, eating infected meat, and ticks, and biting flies. Ticks? Yeah, it gives you flu-like symptoms along with swollen lymph nodes. Um, you can get pneumonia, blood infections, meningitis. Wow. Holy smokes. It said, yeah, if, I, uh, "If I had a hog dog, I'd be testing that joker." It said in 2019, Texas Tech University's researchers tested 130 feral hogs, uh, and 50% of the hogs tested in Crosby County had that. Holy smoke! That's a that's a lot. Yeah, that's like if you get that's, ate up by a hog, you got like half a chance of dying. <laughs> That's pretty rough, son. Yeah. Oh, pretty nasty. Oh, yeah. Man. And those those are bacterial diseases, according to this article here. Hmm. They suggest uh, hunters eating uh, wild hogs not to process any feral hogs that exhibit any signs of illness. So, wear, wear a double set of rubber or plastic gloves while processing, processing or handling feral hog meat. I ain't never wore, now I have wore gloves maybe once doing a deer. Yeah. But other than that, I ain't never worn no gloves. I ain't no, uh, how, I ain't no punk. How about this? I mean, it's getting serious, son. <laughs> wear safety glasses while processing <laughs> feral hogs to shield I, your eyes. I attest to that one because when we were skinning that deer last year, and you hit that, you hit that certain spot, son, and that joke just peed everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, wear, wear you some safety goggles, son. <laughs> Put you some ear muffs on and a hard hat too. I mean, here here's something super obvious. While after processing feral hogs, hunters should wash their hands with soap, warm water, and tools. Hmm. That this is probably the most important one. Cook feral hog meat thoroughly to an internal temperature of 160 degrees Fahrenheit. 
that I don't I don't which I like I, to eat my I like to eat all my meat burnt. What, what I like I like a, I like everything burnt. You know, burnt corn. I like a burnt biscuit. I like a burnt steak. If, if it's burnt, I mean burnt potato. Everything. <laughs> I I primarily eat my food either burnt or almost Whenever burnt. Whenever I cook a pot of beans, I don't stir the pot of beans so that that bottom layer. That's for me. That's the burnt beans. <laughs> I like my beans burnt. Is that your impression of me? Yeah. That that is weak. Son. Everything you eat is burnt. Yeah. Whenever I make my salmon patties, I like them burnt. I do burnt salmon. Patties. You know what I like? Potato burnt. patty. Burnt. That, that's what I was about to say. Two things I like the most burnt is a potato cake. A potato cake burnt is on time, and a waffle. Oh my god! So we went on this this spree there for a little while, where it was me, Buck, and Austin were the only ones home. So me, Buck, and Austin were cooking supper every night, and we would just cook breakfast for supper all the time. Yeah. And we would call Daddy and tell Daddy, let us know when you're headed home. We'll start your waffle. So we would start Daddy. We'd already have all of ours made, and Daddy would be the last one. And we'd put the waffle in the waffle maker and would not take it out until he got home. I'm talking, you'd take that waffle out and just beat it on the counter. It break evenly into four pieces. I love a burnt waffle. I don't see how you could eat it. I love a burnt waffle. I thought we was gonna have to put that thing in a blender. I love a burnt waffle. Eat it like a bowl of cereal. Mm. So yeah, that hog, uh, that hog got buried. Mm-hmm. I hated to lose that thing, but I'd have been. I mean, I don't think I could even thought about eating that thing. What do you think? Well. What what would you I, what would you I wouldn't have, ate it. What would you have thought if uh we cooked some of that up and while you're sitting there eating it and I was t- I started telling you the story about skinning it and I told you about that mother brain in there. I'd probably keep eating it. Would you? I'd probably reheat it and ate it for leftovers tonight. Seriously. Not for serious. I mean You wouldn't have been like, Dang daddy, why didn't I you mean tell it'd be me? a little suspicious if I was the only one eating it. <laughs> So, I mean, I wouldn't just come in there and y'all all be sitting there eating steak dinner and yeah. you're like, made you a plate of pork. And I'm what? like, what? Why Why would you do that? Yeah, I'm not talking like setting you up to eat some infected meat. Oh, so you're talking like we're all eating it as a family. Yeah, and I was like, Coney, this thing had the nastiest dang mother brain in it. And it was just oozing out and plopping, looked like an old milkshake with thick, chunky stuff well, in it. I think you'd have enough sense to... I feel like you were able to determine what parts of the I'm, meat I'm, was not good and what is. I'm going to tell you right now, the stuff coming out of that thing would gag a maggot. No. Would gag a maggot. We're never going to use that term again. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> while y'all are all at the house piddling around with this hog, I went to bingo with Mama. <laughs> <laughs> now you can laugh. I don't care. But nobody else was home, and I wasn't going to stay home by myself because that's weird. I was like, I'll ride with her. So I went to this bingo hall with Mama. They was doing a 50-50 raffle. I bought raffle tickets, $10 worth of raffling tickets. And my number was called to win a ham. <laughs> and that, you got to admit, that's a big old ham. Oh, that's a huge ham. That thing was huge. I'm going to say that hall was about 330 pounds. Okay. Oh, from 
from the one you got your ham from. Yeah. Yeah. So long story short, I win this ham, and I come home, put some meat on the table. Mm-hmm. Daddy come home and <laughs> can't eat his haul. Wow. Somebody had to. So I put some meat on the table. There you go. That's what I was doing while y'all was at home. Hmm. Piddling around with bucking dogs and all that. Mother brain. Mother brain. Chocolate strawberry milkshake. That's what I'm going to nickname that hog. Mother brain? Yeah, remember how when me and my buddy Glenn killed that big old hog up there in oh, Fairmont? Familius? You know, Blake, me and Blake had been hunting just a little while before that, before we killed Patafamilias. And Blake got to see Patafamilias. I'll tell that story another time. But I think something was wrong with Patafamilias, too, because that joker was coughing all the time. He was all the time coughing. The hog? Yeah. Yeah. What? That When I first seen him, that's how I seen him. He was in a big old briar thicket back there and was coughing. And I turned around and said, whoa, son, that's a big boy. Yeah. He was, yeah, that was the coughingest thing I'd ever seen. I've never heard a, a pig cough. Yeah, they'll cough. How like, does it sound? Look a, like a cough. Like, <coughs> sort of, yeah, no joke. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He probably had some some type of old monkey foot disease. Probably COVID. Some old monkey foot. Monkey foot? Yeah. Well, I then, if you ain't got nothing to add, I, we might as well shut this booger down. I mean, Th- hey. Thank you for not uh, providing anything for the podcast hey. once again. Oh, I provided meat for the family. That's one thing we figured out in this podcast was who the meat man is. Oh. The meat man, son. <laughs> That's what they call me. Thank you all to Mountain Mama Farms for letting us come up there and, and hunt. That was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed that. Had a good time with Blake. And thank you to Jason and Buck, Victoria and G Money for helping us get down to that mother brain. Mother brain. That's right. What? Yeah, I know. Cause where we skinned that hog out outside, mm-hmm. y'all just left a mess laying on the ground of that mother brain from where it dripped on the ground. And Cotton went out there and was messing around and I'm like, Buck, did y'all throw something on the ground from that hog? And he's like, Yeah, that's where that nasty stuff dripped out. <laughs> and I'm like, Puff is over there licking the ground. <laughs> He's like, oh, she gonna die. Oh, no, no. Well, I right, then. There you go. I guess if Cooney ain't gonna add nothing, we're gonna mm-hmm. hop off. All righty. <laughs> All right, we'll holler at y'all. Deuces.